going on geeks you're listening to episode 372 of the geeks of the race podcast my name is cody armor i'm here with lj lowry yo and shelly nolan hello this week we're geeking out about power world a jesus movie that's real cinema we got little quotations over that <laughs> and uh that i didn't watch all that defender stuff for nothing guys i you know i th- there was a reason for it it all it all worked out um agents of shield not so much but you know can't win them all and uh it's a new year 2024 hopefully you all had a great break i know i did four weeks was a long time (laughs) i didn't realize i did i think uh but it was much needed i got a lot done and uh, there was there was things like especially with work i'm like i'm so glad i took a break from almost everything because work got real busy but i think we're almost over it now so (laughs) yeah shelly do you have a good break yeah yeah (laughs) i uh there's a lot of stuff that we've been working on at geeks for grace over that time uh one of the biggest things is there's there's a couple i don't know what the biggest is uh geeksandgrace.com slash bible study you can actually go there now and get a weekly study uh so far they have all been written by me uh and uh, hopefully that'll change hopefully we'll get some more writers in there to do those but we are also on our Discord doing a small group every Thursday, 6 o'clock uh, Central central Time, <laughs> 6 p.m. And that probably will be full soon. Uh, we had nine people this last week. We, I think we had like five the week before, so it's growing quickly. We don't it's want been awesome. And we've only been in two weeks, but it's been great. Yeah, it's been really cool. Uh, and so what will happen with that then is don't worry. Like, oh, no, they're selling out. You know, there's no tickets or anything. And uh, we'll just make more groups and mm-hmm. start new ones. So get sense to make more voice channels. Boom, boom. Yeah. Really, really excited about that. It's, it's going to be cool. And they don't have to be all on Thursdays. You know, it's o'clock if that doesn't mm-hmm. work for you. Uh, if you want to lead one, I would ask that you try to make a couple of ours. And... Uh, kind of get a feel for what what those look like but uh, yeah very very excited about that very excited about our volunteer page you can go to geeksnerds.com slash volunteer it used to take you to a form now it takes you to a page that kind of explains all of the different opportunities that there are to uh serve at geeks under grace and that has been kind of neat because i there's a lot of stuff in there that we were i was kind of as i was writing the page didn't realize that those were opportunities that we had and uh we do there's a lot of cool ways that you can help us at kingston grace it's not just writing or editing on the site although those are options we definitely need writers and almost always Uh, but there's also social media teams that we're working on kind of putting back together uh some digital photography which i'll talk about in a little bit that i got to dabble in a little bit uh very much inspired by lj and (laughs) um I'm trying to think. And then the Twitch team. We're shaking up our Twitch team, too. The last page that I'll, I'll talk about we can move on from this is geekstories.com slash next. And I'm still waiting on one of the buttons just leads back to the page that you're on. And that is talk to a pastor. I'm working on getting that figured out. And uh, basically what geekstories.com slash next is, is kind of a next step page. So if you've never heard of Geeks on a Race, you can go there and get an idea of what we are 
about. Um, there's a lot of things that we're about. There's a lot of things that we're not capable of doing that we think that someone who hears a Geekster Race for the first time may want to check out. And so that's going to a church that has, uh, they call it Nerd Affirming. I love that. That's Save Point Ministries. <laughs> well, you hit a button and that button will take you to Save Point Ministries and Save Point Ministries will ask you what you geek out about. And you tell them and they will find a church in your area and somebody in that church that will geek out with you. And it's so cool to me. This is this page is really awesome. Yeah, oh, this is the first. This is the first time I've seen. I'm seeing it. Oh yeah, yeah, it's neat. The talk to a pastor will set you up with a form. It does not do that yet. Like I said, I'm working on right. that. And you can literally say you know what you're struggling with, and they'll get you a pastor that'll like talk to you. Um, so that'll be really cool. Obviously, the version Bible app just so we can provide the Bible. Uh, but it also has links for us too. The website, Discord. Um, how to serve with us and then how to, how to mm-hmm. give because we are a non-profit um, but stoked about it been working looking good lots of hours on all these different things and they're they're finally coming to fruition right in time just in time for the podcast so. <laughs> we can move on to your regularly scheduled geeks with grace podcast uh <laughs> one thing that hasn't changed is the format lj uh what games have you been playing all right. Um, some highlights for me um, since I since it's been a while. Um, recently, um, I bought Alan Wake two on a sale, okay. or not? It wasn't a very deep sale, but I had Alan Wake one, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna buy this because it'll push me to beat the first one. Because my buddy was really like telling me about it, and so basically, horror. It's a horror game. Um, and basically, the kind of objective is like you're taking on these like. I forgot they're called. I forgot what they're called. They're called like the Taken or something, but it's just like darkness. Uh, these darkness creatures, and you have to shine a light at them and like boost your light at them to weaken them, and then you can like take shots at them. It's just the theme of Luigi's light and darkness. Is... Yeah, well, I mean, you're not sucking <laughs> up ghosts. You're like shooting them. Um, but yes, I mean, in a way, yes, you're hitting them with the flashlight, stunning them, and then bam, bam, you know, taking them out. Um, so yes, it's a more violent Luigi's Mansion um, and more scary. I mean, I don't know. Luigi's Mansion is pretty scary, though, too, in some ways. But, um, yeah, so I beat the first one over break, um, and I started on, like, two. I'm loving it. And I realized I own a lot of the Remedy games that uh, the devs, that these, you know, the, the devs of Alan Wake. So I realized, oh, I've never finished Control, so I started that up again. And then I realized I was on the last, like, mission chapter of, like, Quantum Break last night. So I was like, oh, let me beat that. So I beat that, too. And so now I got, um, now I just got Control, Alan Wake DLC, and they made all the Max Payne games as well. So I'm like, these are good third-person action shooters. Like, that's mostly what this company does, is third-person action shooters with, like, that make you feel cool and powerful. Like, even Max Payne, like, sure, you had bullet time, but still, you felt, like, you felt awesome if you did the little dive and shot some people. Mm -hmm. Quantum Break, you have time powers. Um, Control, you have, like, other weird telekinesis and stuff going on. I guess Alan Wake technically is, like... You're not that powerful, but still, you have this really cool tool that can, um, you know, make you feel good about, you know, surviving. So, um, I have been on a kick with those games, so I'm going to keep that going. Um, I am in, in full swing in Backlog Golf. We have restarted Backlog Golf this year. Um, which leads me to my next thing I just started playing today that I do want to highlight. Um, I did take some points to uh, play the new Prince of Persia game. Nice. Which is kind of picking up, it's picking up steam in, in conversations and stuff because it's gotten really good reviews. Mm-hmm. Um, the early access version came out today 
it's actually like a side scroller like the original prince of persia but it's uh got a lot of cool platforming techniques going on inspired by like the rayman games um like celeste and all that it's a metroidvania um super fun so far like really good so far so only i'm not that far in but i so far it is good so yeah those are the highlights of what i have been playing over the break sweet what about you shelly um it has actually been a while since we last podcasted i think i hadn't beat persona 3 portable but by the last episode i beat that i so i don't know if nice. I, before. I did beat persona 3 portable oh that game is so good i'm excited for reload then you got reload coming up like know, really fast soon. and i told myself like i would wait you know but um might not i don't know like it just might, looks might, might, so might like be getting that, that what's review crazy copy, so. is that um <laughs> For me, the ending of Persona 5 Royal and Persona 4 Golden, like, you know, the credits roll, and it was just, like, this very, like, just super strong emotions that I'm, you know, cathartic kind of feeling. I did not get that at the end of Persona 3. Mm. But, you know, the ending kind of happens, and obviously I'm not going to spoil anything, but I was just like, oh, gosh, okay. And it took me a while to, like, I don't know. I think I've sat with Persona 3 and the longer it's sat with me, sort of like and like I've sort of ruminated, what's the word? Um, just like thought about more like the themes and yeah, sort of as as time has gone on. Basically what I'm trying to say is as the more time has gone on, the more I keep thinking about Persona 3 and the better it's getting. Somehow. (laughs) Um, Which I think is a good sign because I, I mean, Persona 5 is still really really good and so is persona 4 golden uh well persona 5 royal and golden are both super duper good but i think the uh i don't know persona 3 is like kind of special it seems like and i think uh it's like i get it i get when everyone's like you know says persona 3 is their favorite i get it (laughs) i'm like yep totally makes sense um it's so good i'm really excited for people who I have actually quite a few friends who have like only played Royal and I'm really excited <coughs> for them to be able to play Reload and be able to experience that Persona 3 story because I've even tried to get them to play Persona 4 Golden and it's already kind of just too old of a game for them. Like, you know, they need a little bit of that help with the um, quality of life and UI and things like that. Uh, that Persona 5 does so well. So they're going to be able to play Reload and experience that really awesome story. So I'm excited about that. Definitely my favorite I think of the stories. The, I don't know. I'd have to think about more. It's just it's a it's a really good game. It's really really grown on me as time has gone on. So that's why I'm also like pretty excited about Reload coming up. Anyway, but besides that, yes. games I'm actively playing. Um, so there's two. There's one's uh, Dave the Diver. I started finally after lots of my my coworkers have been playing Dave the Diver for a while now actually, and they're just like, Shelly, you should get Dave the Diver." So I finally got it. Um. And it's fun, yeah. It's I'm fun. six. I'm six hours in. I definitely see the appeal. And it was a game I didn't think I was going to be into that much, but I got like I get when I play it, I get hooked on it. I can't put it down. <laughs> yeah. But I whenever, think... whenever I put it down, I'm like, okay, cool. But yeah. Yeah, I uh, I think I'm waiting for that. I think I don't know how many hours I put in so far, but I think I I kind of like trying to get used to the gameplay loop. It's just, mm-hmm. it's I don't know. They keep throwing things at you. 
right? They keep throwing new features. Like, they you do get a phone, yes. you get new apps, there's new characters, and they're all just demanding things of you. <laughs> Which, like, they, mm-hmm. the game's pretty self-aware in that way. Dave is just like, dude, why am I having to, like, mooch to all these people? And it's like, <laughs> yeah. kind of annoying. Like, why do I have to... You know, I'm just a diver, man. Like, why do I have to do all this extra stuff? Um, mm-hmm. But, uh... Yeah, it's fun. It's definitely fun. It's not, like, my favorite thing ever, but I think I'm getting used to it, and uh, it's a good time. And again, I also definitely see the appeal. Like, I for sure, like, people, like, my coworkers exactly, too. So, it's like, oh, you know, one more dive, one more dive, right? So, mm-hmm. um, and I do really like the idea of, like, having a shop where you go, you know, you get the product, you prepare it, and then you sell it. And mm-hmm. it's something like Moonlighter. Like, I really like Moonlighter in that way. Yes. But Moonlighter... Yeah got really old for me really fast so i'm hoping this doesn't that's that's why i was actually nervous about getting this game is because of moonlighter because the same thing happened to me with moonlighter yes so you know exactly yeah so that's also Mm -hmm. kind of why i'm still hesitant to really like it i think is that i'm still kind of like waiting for it to get into that groove and Mm -hmm. maybe part of the maybe part of it is that there is no groove because they just keep throwing things at you (laughs) i don't know what it is but um no, it's, it's good. It's fun. It's cool. I like it. Um, and then the other game I've been playing is the Norpapolig, which is, it's like a $2 incremental <laughs> game. And it's like, so it's like an idle game kind of. And but mm. it's definitely the best incremental game I've played, but I haven't played a ton. I want. I, okay, I definitely it took because... that incorrectly. I was thinking you said like two incrementally. It's two dollars. Like it's two dollars. Then oh. a little bit later, it's two more dollars. <laughs> no, on I Steam mean, it's like two bucks. But it's a the, the genre of game. Got it's, it. Um, <laughs> I was like looking during the Steam sale, the winter Steam sale, and I saw this game and it wasn't on sale. But I just like saw it and the reviews. Every I don't know. It just looked fun. It came out in December, so it's a pretty new game still. But it just looked kind of fun and funny. You kind of control these little norps, is what they're called. They're just like little guys. It's kind of reminds me of Pikmin. It's all 2D, though. Um, You don't really have a 3D space where you're, like, commanding them. But you kind of, you know, your goal is you have this rock that if you hit this rock, shards come out of it. And you just want as many shards as possible. And you can make things out of the shards. So it kind of turns into a pretty style you know incremental style game again like hooky clicker right you like the more you get the more mm-hmm. stuff you get to make you get shards faster and the but there is i think what was appealing to me for this game is that there actually is an ending there's a way to beat it so a lot of incremental games just going forever and ever and ever and there's mm. no like end in sight and that's their whole thing is that there's like basically no end in sight but this game there is so i am very close to beating it uh, but I may need to look up a guide or something because my strategies are just not working. They're just failing. My Norps are failing at beating the game. They're so close, but they're so far. And, but what's also fun is the achievements are not that hard to get. There's only like 15. Like, there's not a ton of achievements and I've gotten all but two, I think. One of them is involves beating the game and the other involves, um, one other thing I just haven't done yet. So I plan to beat it and I plan to complete it, which will be cool but right now i'm getting not frustrated i just like i want to beat it <laughs> this stupid incredible game i'll just have it on the background i'll go watch a show and come back and be like did you do it yet and they have it and i'm like no guys get your heads together um so that's what i've been playing <laughs> i finally put down horizon 
and picked up God of War, Ragnarok. Yep, I didn't oh, think God. I could do it, guys. <laughs> golf, golf, clap. golf clap. Golf <laughs> 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 uh, God of War, Ragnarok, though. I know it's funny because you guys have your backlog, right? And so it's about yes. like getting through a game and then, you know, old games. And me, it's like, I picked up a new game finally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, I mean, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like the reverse. That's funny. Uh, <laughs> I but, wish I had that. <laughs> <laughs> the opposite. It's like, man, why yeah. a new game? But no, I'm, I'm really enjoying God of War Ragnarok. Uh, I really like the first one. And so this is just kind of, it's definitely more of the same. Uh, there's, uh, the writing is just ridiculous. Like, it will, in a good way. Um, okay. it, it's almost like they googled how to make someone cry and they're like we're just gonna do that over and over like we're just gonna implement every method possible to make you feel things really yeah and and it's always <laughs> like for me like the father-son stuff is is there you know but it's always mm-hmm. the themes of loss for me just because i resonate with that a lot more mm-hmm. yeah and it's just the whole thing like lasts through both games like you still feel the grief of those characters like throughout the whole game it's crazy yeah. i there's so much of it like mm-hmm. like the father-son stuff is is really good obviously oh yeah um, i'm sure that like kids playing this as a teenager will probably learn a lot from the teenager's perspective from atreus uh, yeah because atreus is doing stuff that i don't even want to play um you get to i don't know if it's a spoiler or not i don't think so but you get to play as different characters and uh, atreus being one of them and like it's been out for over a year now, so I think you're good. Yeah, and uh, I don't think it's really a spoiler. It's no. just a mechanic thing. But yeah, um, he's constantly doing teenager things, and then I have to play the bout, and I'm like, I'm, I'm at an age now. I guess I'm getting old enough that I'm like, no, stupid kid. <laughs> like, <laughs> Stay with your father. Like, Go you back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't want to yeah. play this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm sure the people would relate to that. Like and your father really is curious. probably really mad right now that you're gone. Like, go back. <laughs> yeah. Unsafe. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. <laughs> you don't have an emergency contact. <laughs> <laughs> your location is not on. Um, <laughs> but the flip side of that, too, I would wonder um, people that are a little bit older than I, because I'm already connecting with just the... Uh, um, age and life that kratos has gone through and i mean by all means my life is nothing like kratos's that would be crazy mm-hmm. but uh there's a tired and weirdness to him uh mm-hmm. and a um uh, just wanting to kind of settle and so i like i see that already and can feel that and like resonate with that a little bit i would imagine someone who's actually um, he'd rather be home in his in his house yeah <laughs> than, than yeah going out and, and fighting yeah and uh i think there's probably a lot of people that you know like maybe in their 50s or retiring and stuff that would be like mm-hmm. man i don't want to fight anymore i just want to go <laughs> relax yeah um, you can see just the weariness in him and so it's it's not so much that i relate but that i can kind of i can understand it and see it and it's it's really powerful um i don't want to give too much away in that but the he keeps doing a thing where because it's kratos uh, it's been really hard for me and that is where he'll almost tear up and then he'll take a deep breath and then he will like yeah he kind of just takes a deep breath and walks it off you know yeah oh my gosh gotta be gotta be tough and like every time he does it deep breath and presses on yeah 
Yeah. Uh, he's got to be, you know, the strong one for everybody. And mm. uh, they've really kind of humanized him way even more so in thinking this than they did in the, the last game. Yes. Because uh, he was still th- very stoic in the in the previous game. Yeah. I think he still kind that, of is, but much less this time. He was still very much like a god in the last one. And in this, that's kind of gone away. And he's just a man wanting to go home. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. so I think emotionally they've really kind of... Uh, showcase that a lot more in this mamir mm-hmm. great as always mamir is yeah. great I love the mamir. knowledge that mamir <laughs> passes on is always yes. great uh, and so that's not talk about the gameplay much uh i'll get into the gameplay a little bit i'm bad at god of war found that out i'm not in give me story <laughs> i think i'm giving give me grace is the second one i had it on normal and it was not working out for me. <laughs> it is a challenging game. It does have like a challenge to it. And I, mm-hmm. I got to respect it. There's games these days that are adding a good amount of challenge. Because, um, yeah, there are some encounters and it's like, oh my gosh. Yeah, so I could do, so, I believe, four more difficulties up if I wanted to. And it's kind of almost imagine. Souls-ish combat in a way, too. Mm-hmm. Like just not, yeah. not like difficulty-wise, but just that... There's a lot of games. I'm sure it's probably rhythmic, from the, and I yes. can't keep a beat, so maybe that's why I was having. <laughs> I was like, I gotta make this easier. Uh, the other thing that God of War say, yeah. is kind of getting known for after this game, for sure, is this. I like. It's really it'll take something that could have been a 15 minute thing, and make two hours out of it uh, mm-hmm. through the gameplay, and so you will. Story wise, nothing will really happen, and you'll spend an hour getting from point A to point B. That that's uh, my one gripe that still holds with both yeah. of these. Yeah, it's not as bad as the original God of War. The original God of War, yeah, yeah. not original. I say original. I mean God of War Four. Uh, yeah, the the first one of these of this series, and uh, that was terrible because I had no idea. I was like, well, mm-hmm. that's gonna be the next thing, the end of the game. <laughs> I was like, someday, someday. Uh, in this, you're definitely getting from like a point A to point B, which is nice. And then it kind of ends for a second and lets you breathe. Uh, but it is really good. You mentioned like it's really hard to put down. Uh, I'm having a hard time putting this down. I did that with the first one, too. Uh, mm-hmm. It kind of, if you don't stop in the brief yeah. moment that yeah. you're allowed to stop, then yeah. it'll keep going. So what I did was I got this game as like a late Christmas gift last year. And I was like, I'm going to wait till next winter to finish this. And it was one of those things where I could have waited till like Backlog Golf started because I beat this like literally Christmas Eve. No, it was like Christmas Day maybe. It was around that. Yeah, it was like Christmas Day or the day after. I beat it, and I'm like, to me, it was a bigger flex to just beat it and then just instead of wait for Backlog Golf. So I'm like, I'm gonna do this now. I'm like I am there, so why not? You know, like I just <laughs> yeah. I couldn't put it down. I'm like I gotta I gotta go through I gotta go through it. So, I will. Yeah. I will get to a point where I'm like, all right, they said that it'll be up ahead, this thing that I'm trying to get to. It's often, <laughs> so. And I'm like, okay, well, I'll just wait till I get up the head then. And then it'll be another 45 minutes of gameplay, and I was like, you, mm-hmm. you lied to me, Atreus. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It yeah. was not just up ahead. <laughs> but, it was like a few miles. <laughs> uh, the other thing kind of unrelated, and I mentioned this, is that I got in a little bit of uh, digital photography with it, and now I want to go back yeah. and play a bunch of different games and kind of play with the photography. Oh. I've used photo modes before, uh, but I something clicked in the last few weeks. Last of Us. Last. Oh yeah, that would be good. Photo. Yeah. Never. Never. Mind. I'm gonna stop. I'm, I could <laughs> give you. I could give you a list. I have some games <laughs> that I can go back on. Yes. Uh, Horizon. 
I, I last few weeks I had something click in me. I don't know what. So it started with I had that concept, that idea, and so I put that in the volunteer page we were talking about, geekstories.com slash volunteer, to have mm-hmm. digital photographers. And so I thought I would play with it a little bit too, but what I've been doing for the last year is I've been hiking. And every hike I take about 10 pictures. I probably take mm. more like 50 pictures. See, you already 10. probably have an eye for it then. Yeah, um, and so what I'm doing something that I'm, I'm noticing a lot of other digital photographers aren't that i'm like, mm-hmm. that i've seen and uh, i'm sure there's many that do it but i'm really looking at the landscapes just because that's what i'm familiar with is the landscape oh themselves. yeah no there's a lot of people that focus on uh like i mean there are people do landscapes but yes there's a lot of character photos out there yeah i noticed i was even watching a youtube video and they're like well the point of digital photography is to catch the action and uh, i was like Oh, well, I'm not doing that. <laughs> no, you can do, you can, yeah. And like, um, even like, even when I was, I was playing a little bit, a little bit of control yesterday and the camera panned away from the character by accident. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of a random shot, but it's a shot of this landscape of this mm-hmm. structure, you know, like, so in that way, you probably have an eye for certain aspects of it. Like a buddy, a, a buddy of mine, who's an artist, he was taking photos in like Spider-Man too, because he beat that like over the break. And I was like, dude, like as an artist, like he already has an eye for the poses and things that yeah, he wants the characters yeah. to do in his shot. So That's it's cool. interesting to see people who, you know, who haven't really done it that much, be able to just hit that button and play with it and be like, wow, like that's amazing. So yeah, for me, cool. we've got a war specifically because I'm in the woods a lot in that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like, I was like, oh, hey, I'm, I can take pictures like I'm hiking. And that kind yeah. of spawned into a, into a whole thing. So. The next thing will be going into cities and things. I don't take a lot of pictures in real Like, I want to get into cities. actual photography. Like, at some point, I don't travel enough to do that. I'm like, <laughs> and, ca- and cameras are very expensive. Yes. I mean, no, they definitely I are. got... I mean, It's a really this, cool but, thing but that still. we can do that. Digital photography is yeah. really... It, because it's so accessible. Like, anyone can, can do it. And then it's more of a matter of, like, learning uh, the little bit... Different apertures and stuff. I wasn't mm-hmm. super familiar with that in the photo modes. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's field of view is what I was having to play with in the focus. Yes. Mode. But getting all that down is really not too incredibly difficult if you... You can know. edit your photo without even having to like leave the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's crazy. And then something I've noticed back when I played Destiny is like these landscapes are built for you to like stop. They're built for you to look, look at. at it's it. like yeah. it's like when you play Uncharted. Oh, let's walk by this beautiful vista for a second. You know? Mm-hmm. Like... They yeah, want you like to see were, that. They stuff. made that for for that purpose, and so uh-huh. they're usually eye catching and beautiful. Um, mm-hmm. The symmetry that usually when you're in nature and hiking and trying to find is kind of already there in the shot when you are playing through uh, any kind of linear game like that. Uh, yeah, I I encourage it. It's fun. It's it's been really cool. If you're into photography and you're like, man, I like you said, LJ, I don't have eight hundred dollars put down on a camera. Uh, go play your favorite video game and, and take some shots. Video games take take me a lot longer ever since I started doing virtual photography. <laughs> I know. I felt kind of ridiculous because I keep, now that I'm playing, anytime I stop Ooh. somewhere. I, I love getting combat shots of like in combat or in action. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like, it's funny. Some games I will literally drop into a game within the first five minutes. Oh, look, look what I found. I found the photo mode. That video I was talking about was <laughs> the game Days Gone. And he yeah. was taking action shots, and they were so yes. cool. Days Gone is one. If you like that game, Days Gone is another good photo uh, photo mode game. Yeah. I don't have to travel to Oregon. I can just mm-hmm. take pictures. <laughs> cool. We can move on uh, from my, my photography 
escapades. But <laughs> I love it. I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. proud. <laughs> yeah, I, I mentioned that too, LJ. Uh, you've been doing it for a few years now. Yes. Uh, more than a few years, I feel like. Yeah. And so lost... I've dabbled in it for things <laughs> that I've wanted, uh, but it was very much uh, not for the art of it, but for the... Uh, I, would, I would go in with a very specific purpose, and so now... I love it. how like you'd hit me up every now and be like, "Hey, can you get this shot of this church or like a character like walking through the church or uh, yeah, through a church in yes. a video game or something?" And I'm like, "Yes, I will do that." <laughs> <laughs> it yeah, it's those are so cool. Those are probably my yeah. favorite still. Is anything with a church in it? I get a picture. That just makes yes. social media easy for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, we'll move on. Gaming news, LJ. Yeah. Um. Oh, that's right. We're still in gaming news. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. This game, I, I, there's really not much that needs to be said because we've talked about it a lot on the podcast specifically. Uh, is that Pal World? Is that Pokemon ish game where you can get them to fight for you? You can actually eat them and cook them, I guess, somehow. They can, they're basically your workhorses. They can make crops and farms for you and do all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, that game is um, coming out this Friday. I'm so and excited. It's coming to Xbox and ga- uh, it's coming to Game Pass for Xbox and PC. It is coming to like an early access type of form and then on I think it will be on Steam as well. So, it's uh, I haven't been this excited for a game. This feels like a game that like we didn't know if like was ever going to come out cuz this has been it's been a while. Mhm. Cuz we I, saw the trailer and we're like what is this? Like this is I would have paid insane. money for this game. And I don't have to cuz Game Pass. So it was the coolest <laughs> Like, yeah, I'm so excited. Oh, well. I will um, shoot Pokemon and have them shoot back at me. <laughs> it feels very, like, I don't know if it will be, wanna... but kind of arc survival Pokemon. Yes, no, that's exactly what it is. This, it seems like it's going to be, like, I don't know how hardcore, but it is a, it is a survival game. Mm-hmm. And instead of dinosaurs, uh, you have, uh, they're called pals. So. Yeah, they're literally pals. <laughs> yeah. I want to build like an army. Pocket pals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway. I'm yeah. just, I'm looking at the art right now. It just looks ridiculous. What is the it's ice so... bird that's a starter Pokemon or a water bird? Uh, I don't remember. I'm not a Pokemon. There's so many Pokemon uh, anymore. There's literally a picture of one in the. In the back movie. in my day, there was 150. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my, the little blue bird looks like literally, and then a Meowth. There's literally just a. I know what you're talking about meowth. now that you the blue bird. Yep. Yeah. I'm not talking it about. Might not be a starter. It's been a while. No, he's talking about a starter. No, it's a Pokemon. little, little bird. I'll find it while we keep going. <laughs> what else is going on? Um, so this one. It depends on how you feel about like pantheons and stuff, um, but um, and this game Smite is that um, it's that MOBA game. It's a League of Legends kind of com- uh, competitor. Um, Smite has been around since twenty fourteen. Um, they are making a Smite two. They are basically taking what they already have done, but they're building it from the ground up in Unreal Engine five, and it's interesting because um, it's instead of like updating the thing they have further. It's it's uh, they have announced pre alphas for it and all that, uh, but this is coming to Steam and consoles. Um, Smite's one of those games I feel like I drop off every now and then, but again, it's got pantheons of mythical gods and deities and stuff. Um, so if that you know if that if you know if somebody's uncomfortable with that, then this doesn't really pertain. You know, you can don't totally play just, God of War. 
you like disregard well yeah I mean, <laughs> honestly but you know it's just one of those things like i don't know i guess it's like if you do have a problem with this kind of stuff then sure maybe stay away from it but um i didn't mention that uh god of war is a rated m for mature game and it is yeah very mature Definitely yeah but it's like it, i i know that um just especially for certain people the whole thing of like mythical deities and pantheons can be like i guess that could be uncomfortable for some people and mm-hmm. that's totally cool but i've always found like mythology and stuff like fascinating since i was like in middle school yeah um so it's just like you know i find it fascinating and so smite is basically oh let's take all these these gods these mythological deities and stuff like that and put them together and make them fight and um stuff like that so um it's a game i've played as a god is not worshiping it (laughs) right right um not equate yeah so that's helpful for anyone if you're if you're on the fence about it there's why (laughs) (laughs) yeah so if you get on if you like start praying to the god that you're playing with spite then you know maybe maybe, yeah (laughs) yes that's a problem don't yeah um but then they got like frost giants and stuff and characters that aren't like you know necessarily gods or part of the pantheon it's like you know those realms or whatever you know like also i was thinking um, piplup oh piplup yeah Um, so yeah, if you're interested, uh, Smite 2 does look like I'm kind of interested in it, because Smite's been one of those games that I've been off and on, like, back to, like, I feel like since 2014, so, yeah, I'm interested in this. Um, the last thing that's, I guess, on a little bit, the news is definitely more sour. Um, Twitch had some layoffs, uh, over the, I think it's, like, fresh, like, this past week. Yeah. And... So when Cody said this number, because Cody brought this news article to my attention, he said it was 500, and I'm thinking like, oh, like 500, even if, even if it's one person that's laid off, like, yeah, that sucks. 500 just, to me, felt like, I'm like, oh, is that low or high? Like, I don't really, like, know. <laughs> um, so right, I guess... I, I couldn't in, tell you how many employees work for Twitch. In, in detail, I guess they said 35% yeah. of their workforce, and that seems a little high. Like, layoffs still suck, right? But thirty five percent does seem a little high. Mm-hmm. Um, that's yeah. Um, so that sucks. Um, you know, hopefully those people find, you know, if they do find new jobs, um, in the, the things that they are are good at and that they are interested in. Um, and it you know and and this is, does be this you know it is significant to us because we do have a presence on Twitch there uh, mm-hmm. on Twitch. Um, and uh, Amazon it was interesting. It's, it's, CEO is it Dan Clancy? Uh-huh. Does that sound right? I don't know the name to be honest. <laughs> the CEO, uh, whoever the CEO of Twitch is, he had a live stream on Twitch, of course, um, relatively recently about all of this, and mm-hmm. he was very honest about a lot of it. He was just they were like, "Why are you laying people off?" And he was like, "We're not profitable. Amazon is basically paying our way right now. We need to fix that." Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but. Uh, they they talked about pay uh higher ups pay so that's conversations that they're having about cutting that which i that really surprised me um, that's that's that yeah first step see is if they the actually top, do it but yeah he said it was in the conversations and then um another thing that they mentioned is a lot of tech companies and i would like to know who give me some examples but i have seen a few of them i think facebook had layoffs pretty soon right pretty recently right last couple of years who? What? Facebook? Did they have a layoff? Yeah, every tech yes. company has had layoffs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so Twitch so, is definitely not new on this. Sure. Yeah. 
that was one of the things that mm-hmm. he had mentioned. I was like, I don't have names, and so I was as I said it, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I don't really know who. But he said Facebook that a was a big of, one. A lot of Facebook, tech companies they started Google. planning for all this growth, and so they brought a lot of people in and started having all these employees. And the growth mm-hmm. didn't really happen, and so a lot of these tech companies are just kind of bloated. Um, yeah, with more employees than they actually need to, to function and run. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the last couple of years have been rough for Seattle because <laughs> we're a tech up, oh, we're a tech city. Sure, yeah. yeah. I've known yeah. many people who have gotten laid off or multiple laid off or things Dang. like that. There's like literally countless yeah. number of tech companies up here. So. Yep. And right yeah. at the beginning of the year too, it's wild. It's like oh my. You, know, you say 500 a... isn't a lot, but you think of, like, you know, if that's, like, 500 people in I mean, it's town, still that's... a lot. I mean, yeah. I mean, it all but depends like... on the percent. I think it sounds like it was, like, 30, 35% or something. 35, yes. I, I've gone through a, it... like, 10%, and that already, like... <laughs> like, it's, like it's terrible to even have that thought. Is, like, is 500 a lot? Like, <laughs> I mean, like, as a number, 500 is a lot, yes. But, like, for this company, like, you know, like, it's just, like, It's, uh, it's rough, okay. though. Layoffs are... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Anyway, I don't think it's but a downfall yeah. of Twitch. No. Uh, other oh, you're gonna like, you're, oh, yeah, you're gonna off. see all these content creators. Who like, I mean, there's content creators that have been spitting that for a while. Oh, Twitch is losing, you know, losing it, whatever. And I'm like, there are they do have a lot of issues. So I'll, I'll say that, but this is not. It's yeah. Twitch is the biggest platform. I think um, this is them easily. kind of course correcting and trying to figure out where mm-hmm. they need to go next to be profitable. And I hope stay so. Within the space. Yeah. Um, Hopefully they continue to listen. They seem to be a little bit better about listening to the uh, the streamers. They've they definitely keep... been walking things back when. Yeah, they make decisions and they, they walk them back know. immediately after. I tell you. Yeah, they're just honestly a mess. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but so we'll see. Anyway, yeah. So that's it for gaming news. We will get into the movies then. Uh, Shelley, did you see any movies? Yeah, I thought I watched more, but I was thinking back, and I'm like, oh, I don't know. I watched a lot of shows, so I'll talk about a lot of shows, but one movie I did watch, um, I watched Boys in the Boat, which is a big deal around here, because, I don't know, I Boys in the Boat came out, um, the book came out, uh, right, I want to say like 2015 or something like that, I don't quite remember, but it's about the UW rowing team facing off against Nazi Germany. <laughs> Um, wow. it's a true story it's a very interesting story and i remember because i was actually a, i was a rower back when this book came out and everyone in the mother was yeah because like, i was yeah, gonna say i know your that. family's into that you know yeah yeah my whole like my whole family rose my sister rode at uw so it's like all very personal right. um and it's a it's a good movie yeah i, I liked it i definitely recommend it even if you don't know much about rowing um as far as sports movies goes i think it's really good it was fun to see <clears throat> comparisons to like Seattle like back then definitely looks way different also hmm. they didn't do any filming in Seattle I don't think I think they did filming uh, ironically they did a lot of filming at another big rung venue uh regatta venue called the Henley which is in like London I'm going to say it's like somewhere over there huh. um but it's funny because that's also just like a regatta venue where people row but it's not Seattle <laughs> they have like these cool uh-huh. shots of the cut um with like the mont like bridge but it's like all greenery on the sides whereas like that's just so they obviously <laughs> like, couldn't have filmed not... that in seattle because like, so <laughs> yeah. much CGI and so much like cover up like that's not accurate exactly so <laughs> but it was really good and i think it must have been accurate to the book i never actually read the book because again everyone was telling me to read this book 
everyone I knew had read this book. And when something's that big and popular, I don't want to, I don't want to engage in it. It's just like my weird, stupid hipster kind of energy where everyone is recommending something to me. They're just like, no, you have to read this, you have to read this. Heck, my dentist. You want to make that choice for yourself rather than have a bunch of people tell you to do it. Yeah. So, but Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, I'm obviously going to watch the movie. And what was so (laughs) funny was going into this theater and everyone there, you could tell as a rower or relate to rowers. Um, that's crazy because the entire height average of the audience was up like an entire foot or two (laughs) (laughs) like everyone was tall everyone was reading their u-dub stuff um that's cool and of course my sister was too right and her friends that she invited so uh it was just it was it was a good time but it's like a cool it's a cool cool story and it also is this awesome window into seattle and history and also a window into rowing history which a lot of people, unless you're, you know, unless you are a rower or no rowers, you don't know rowing culture. <laughs> so this is a really awesome sort of like window into that. I think. It's very specific to to you as well. So it's like you exactly, obviously can yeah. connect with it's that so more than niche. anybody else would. It's so yeah. niche, but it is a good movie. Um, so That's if awesome, you're though. interested in just like going to the theaters and watching a good, like it is still technically a sports movie, but it's, it's good. I liked it a lot. So definitely go check that out. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, I watched a lot of TV though, so I'll talk about that later. Cool. What about you, LJ? What'd you watch? Um, I watched a bunch of movies um, over the break, but the I guess the most recent one, the most one that's fresh in my mind, is Self Reliance. That's the one that uh, popped up on Hulu with Jake Johnson and Anna Kendrick. Um, it's pretty. It's it's pretty good. It's pretty wild. Um, concept is um, basically have so many days to the this guy. He has so many days to survive. Um, but he's like being hunted down the whole time, so it's got like a most dangerous game kind of like concept to it in a weird uh, way. Yeah. Um, it's a super quirky movie. Um, it's Jake Johnson is one of the guys from Always Sunny. Um, it's definitely got uh, plenty of like humor in it. Um, but it also like it's it's good. It just kind of makes you think. Like I don't know, just the value. I guess like the value of life and stuff like that. Um, yeah. but uh, it's. It's a it's a fun movie. It's on Hulu. It's it's very interesting. Um, there were parts that I'd probably like. Maybe I'd have to watch it over again just because like so much happened while I was watching the movie. But um, you know, it's like one of those things where I definitely got like there's maybe a few lines of dialogue I missed or something. But other than that, like it was it was a very interesting movie, very um, enjoyable. So yeah, it was good. I recommend it. <clears throat> mm-hmm. uh, the only movie that I remember watching. Uh, was Legend. It's a movie that I've been watching for a couple years now. Uh, it keeps popping up on all my social feeds for some reason. I uh, don't know what that, what they're trying to say, but <laughs> it is a like 1960s, I think, or 50s um, gangster movie starring Tom Hardy alongside Tom Hardy as two twins or a set of twins. Nice. And, yeah, very um, really good acting. Um <laughs> To see, because he, he plays these very polar opposite characters. One of them is very put together and uh, businessy, and then the other one is yeah. kind of unhinged and crazy. And uh, so to see them, uh, the same person, you know, being these two different characters is, is really cool. That was the whole reason I wanted to watch it was just to see Tom Hardy's acting. I, lo- I love how it's like Tom Hardy and Tom Hardy, <laughs> like in all the advertising and like, yes. the posters and stuff. I love um, Taron Egerton's also in it, and uh, he's very young in it, but. Paul Bettany. Um, it's a 2015 movie. Hmm. Yeah, it's a little bit older. 
but it's a kind of a hard R uh, crime gangster drama. Okay. Uh, but really, really good acting. I mean, that was the only reason I really watched it. The story's mm-hmm. all right. It's yeah. very slow paced. Uh, it's got a lot of quirkiness to it. It's kind of goofy, uh, but uncomfortably goofy. It's like when it's funny, it's like uncomfortable. Mm. Um, best way to put that, I guess. Um, but no, I if, if that's your kind of thing, I would recommend it. It was, it was a good watch. Uh, nothing super special about it, but I I enjoyed it. Uh, we can go from there though to the movie news. Sure. Go ahead, Jelly. Yeah, so first off, we have um, the official name for that Mandalorian movie that's going to be sort of finishing off that series, that story, right? And mm-hmm. it's by Favreau, of course. John Favreau is going to direct, which totally makes sense. But anyway, the movie's called uh, The Mandalorian and Grogu, which is just very <laughs> standard. I guess, you know, this show's called The Mandalorian. And Grogu becomes a really big part of it. And so, sure, the movie would be called A Mandalorian and Grogu. Like, okay. <laughs> sure. This definitely sounds like a comic book title or something. Yeah. Like, it does, I mean, doesn't like, it? The Mandalorian, Grogu Strikes Back or something. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's like kind of, I don't know. Revenge They've been really on that kick. At least, um, I would say both, you know, both Disney, Marvel, and Star Wars, where they just love naming their shows and movies after just like names or like a name so like Andor. I guess technically Loki. Echo is like I mean Echo is like a superhero like it's like their tag basically, right? It's like their yeah their name. Yeah. But then Loki, right? She Hulk. Loki, yeah. She Hulk, um Miss Marvel. Moonlight. <laughs> Moonlight. It literally so that's what I mean. It's like it's just following that where I'm like, okay, I get it. It's kinda of boring, but like the Book of Boba Fett is, like, the most, like, unique they ever got. Right? And then <laughs> yeah. that failed. So maybe they're like, oh, it was the name. The name ruined it. Should have called it Boba Fett. Really, you, might, you might say they closed the book on that one. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, they just love naming their things just after yep. the main character's name. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Uh, anyway. I yep. thought that this was all going to kind of fall into Ahsoka's stuff. And that doesn't seem like that's what it's going to be. It feels more like yeah. they're probably closing... And I know Pedro Pascal, they've talked about closing his story anyways. He was kind of done with it. So maybe that's why they're doing a movie. was like, hey, we'll give you a little bit more money and then we could just be done. I saw something that there is going to be a new season and a movie. Of Mandalorian? I thought. Yeah, I thought there was going to be a new season and a movie. Uh, I feel like it's going to be this movie and then the season will be focused on. I'm going to look. I don't know. I... This this movie won't be out until probably 2026 at the earliest because they're not even starting production yet. So production. it'll take a while. So um, maybe maybe they have. I don't know something. <laughs> I just yeah. I want Andor season two, please. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. That's all. <laughs> uh, so besides that, um. We have Martin Scorsese is going to make a, another Jesus movie, which you know we love to see. So mm-hmm. he's going to be making a movie. It's based off a novel called, um, well, novel book, right? It's called a life, a life of Jesus, um, by Endo. Um, that's important because Endo wrote silence and Scorsese made the movie silence as well. Directed that back in 2016, which is an amazing movie, by the way, it's very depressing, uh, very dark 
and pretty gruesome. Like, very radar. Um, but definitely recommend it if you have the stomach for it. Really good. But uh, anyway, he's making another one. <laughs> he's coming back. He said it's probably going to be his shortest movie, though, which is interesting. Um, he says it's probably yeah. going to be, like, 80 minutes long. So, like... No, not even an hour and a half? Not even an hour and a half. Which, honestly... I respect so greatly because, like, if you you don't need a movie to be long, it's good, right? You can just kind of keep going. Mm-hmm. So, I respect that. But anyway, that's pretty cool. Um, I guess I guess we are on season four. Sorry, I thought it was like we're in the fifth already, but no, season four is definitely going to happen for Mando. Mandalorian, go back to. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? The heck? Okay. Sorry, I just had to like I looked it up. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> I need okay. to catch up on Chosen. Same. Watched on season one. I watched like. Yeah, I think I watched the first season, maybe not even finished it, and then I was like, yep. Cool. I loved it, and I have not gotten any farther. Um, tying it back to the Jesus thing. I saw a thing from Jesus Martin, Media. Uh, Jesus Media. Yeah. Scorsese is saying that, good. like, it doesn't want to be uh, evangelical with this movie, necessarily. It's more just, like, life as is, trying to make a good movie, and it just be very, um, <clears throat> this is what happened without a message behind it. Mm-hmm. I'm very curious how that'll pan out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm curious as well. But uh, I don't, not much more to say about that. It's not obviously out yet, but very good. I mean, obviously Scorsese is a great director, so that's yeah, something to be excited about overall. Probably pretty hard to build a segue from that to your next story. Well, okay, <laughs> I guess do it for me. That's okay. Um, <laughs> Guess what? Jack Black is going to play Steve in a Minecraft movie. <laughs> really just... Really was, just another... <laughs> what the heck and why? This is... I'm just... I Obviously, I love and respect Jack Black. I he had to I'm craft just... it for you before. So that way he could get it in there. Yeah, true. I'm just... A, it's, I'm yeah, overwhelmed said, Sorry if the... you already had to be crafted. No, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh never mind i don't apologize um i don't i don't forgive you anymore uh anyway <laughs> minecraft movie yeah, i gotta That's... admit i'm surprised there hasn't been one already given how popular True. minecraft has been and is and <coughs> will be right it's a it's a constant but i don't know i'm so tired of do we like... know if it's live action or animated Jack, I well, no I don't know, they didn't say. I don't they didn't know. say. I, I just, like, I don't, I'm annoyed with these, like, big movies being like, well, let's just get the freaking weirdest actor out there. <laughs> Again, I fully respect Jack Black. I just feel like this is such a, so weird to me. I think I just want voice actors. I want voice actors playing their characters in movies, but... Uh, I guess Minecraft Steve doesn't really have one. He kind of just grunts. He doesn't. He doesn't really do anything well. So sure. They did do a Minecraft also starring story Pedro mode. Pascal and Jason Momoa. I don't know if that's Jason Momoa has definitely been. Uh, yeah. I'm just. A, that I cast just don't is, know. That cat sounds kind of fire. Um, it's like all these video game movies are just. I don't know what to say about them. I would. It would be absolutely hilarious if this movie was a Castaway parody. Was it what? Castaway parody. That'd be crazy. <laughs> that would be very meta. It would be. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't really. I guess I don't really have any thoughts other than this just screams 
Chris Pratt's Mario energy, Chris Pratt as yes. Garfield energy. Um, mm-hmm. That sort of thing. But I guess, you At know what? At least it's I... not Chris Pratt, because it could be. No, ex- no, literally, you're right, you're right. Um, <laughs> I will say, I, mean, I guess... it could have been Dwayne Johnson again, I mean... Yeah, true. I can't be too bad. <laughs> Jack I mean, Black is not far off, Because I do like the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Um, sorry, Sonic the Hedgehog movies. And that's also kind of similar energy, now that I think about it. So they got, they got lucky be... somehow, though. Like, I don't... Yeah. But if, I don't know. These I, I should be more excited about video game movies, but I really just can't be. I think I'm just kind of like... Oh, we're doing it again. Okay. <laughs> uh, I feel like I if they're getting them to be entertaining, yeah, like to me, if they're getting them to uh, to at least be entertaining, then I think they're doing okay. Yeah, like especially I, with I really these enjoy ones like this. Pikachu. Yes, that's true. And Sonic, Mario. I was yeah. kind of met on. Um, I guess it is else. also Ryan Reynolds' Pikachu energy. Yeah. <laughs> so it's that just was, baffling. It's so weird. It's yeah. not bad, right? Because obviously those movies were good. So it's not like it's bad. It's just like so weird. It's such a weird concept. But it yeah. works. So <clears throat> whatever. I don't have anything more to say about that. <laughs> I did tell my I did tell my nephew today. I'm like, hey, you know they're making a Minecraft movie, and I was like looking at the show notes because I was like mm-hmm. you know, doing that stuff. He goes, oh, can I see a trailer? I'm like, there isn't one yet. I was like, it's still being made, and he's like, oh, okay, <laughs> I still want to see it. I'm like, yeah, it's not, it's not out yet. <laughs> I'm like, next next year. He's like, am I gonna be in second grade next year? I said, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird because you have these kind of video game things, and you have like Horizon Zero Dawn being turned into a show. Yep. And I mean that would be very different from this concept or a God of War. Are they doing a movie or a mm-hmm. show? I know God of War is doing show. something. Amazon is getting the God of War show. There's there's some video game adaptations that are very much trying to be super honorable to the original in a sense of like we're gonna keep the same story, we're gonna keep the same characters, and we're gonna like really try to just express this like kinda like Last of Us Two or The Last of Us Show. The Last of Us um, did it really well. Like they took liberties and I think that was fine. But, but like, I feel yeah, like but, yeah. I feel like when it comes to like the Mario movie and what came with the Sonic movies and what I have a feeling with the Minecraft movie, it's gonna be more like this is a movie meant for people who have played that game, and it's not gonna be like yes. a because st- there's no story in Minecraft anyway. You know, like there's well, not mm-hmm. they can't really adapt it that way. It's gonna be probably very silly, and they're probably gonna. This just sounds like it could also be Illumination. You know what I mean? Like I don't think it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, they probably would have. Uh, I forget what studio on. is working on. I don't know what studio, but you know, it just it's there's either the like. Oh, we're gonna take this really silly approach, and it's gonna be really fun for maybe fun for people who haven't played the games, but really fun for people who have played the games because it's gonna have all these references. It's gonna like make fun of the game a bit, probably. It, it and, needs like, to be super like, meta, I think, for yeah. Minecraft. Mm-hmm. And then you have like Last of Us, probably Horizon, um, and stuff where it's like, oh, we're gonna just like do the original story. We're just gonna have it in a show mm-hmm. format or a movie format, mm-hmm. etc. I don't know. Different approaches, different serious. I think all of the game, game shows or movies that I'm excited about are ones that have narratives already. Yes. Sure. The Mario yeah. movie, not a huge narrative. I'm kind of like, mm-hmm. eh. Or Minecraft, yeah. I'm kind of like, all right. But you give me something that has a narrative that I'm already invested in, and then I'm like, I yeah. want more of that narrative. Like, I don't I'm, want a repeat pumped. of the narrative, Hollywood. I want more of the narrative. <laughs> I'm, I'm pumped for some of these more serious like narrative ones, like you're saying, mm-hmm. because it's like, ooh, like my... My parents and family vaguely know like like Fallout's coming soon. 
Like, my mom knows, like, oh, she calls, like, the, like, character, like, oh, is that Fallout Boy? Even though it's, like, that's a Vault Boy, you know? Vault so it's like, oh, you know that, I was like, you know that post-apocalyptic you've been playing? Oh, there's, there's gonna be, yeah, she goes, there's, oh, and I'm like, there's gonna be a movie, or there's gonna be a show out of it. And then, like, I'm sitting there talking about, like, God of War, because my stepdad's in Norse, Norse mythology, and I'm like, ooh, I can't wait for y'all to actually see the movie, or to, to see the show. Mm-hmm. Because, like, Last of Us worked out so well, I'm like, yes, give us more. Like, I don't have a lot of hope for the Horizon, <laughs> but. We'll no, that. yeah, yep. but yeah, I'm I'm down for the narrative stuff. Like, let's see what y'all can do. Yeah, totally. Let's news. move on to television. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we can let's we'll do TV. I don't have a lot to say on Echo because I've only watched the first episode. Um, I will say that uh, so far it's really good, but the first half hour is just them catching everyone up on stuff that they hadn't seen. And I was like, hmm. I've seen all of this. And then they apparently they did it poorly because the person that I watched it with, um, it was me, my wife, and then a coworker, and they uh, uh, had never um, seen anything prior as far as yeah. Hawkeye, Daredevil, and all of those connections. Yeah. And so, like, it was so rushed that they're completely lost on all of it. <laughs> But for me, I was like, I've already seen all of this. Like, mm-hmm. you know, so you were to ready. go through all this. Yeah. And so they were trying to do something and they did it poorly. I almost feel like they up. should have attempted something like that with like Ahsoka or something. Because like, mm-hmm. I mean, I know you said it didn't work well for Echo. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I just can't imagine like somebody jumping into like, I mean, I guess Echo, there's less of an investment. But like something like Ahsoka and like not knowing what's going on, or even Echo, oh, it's like, oh, who are these? You know, like I think they would have been better off doing like a last time. Yeah, last time summary. They give you like a three minute catch up on what's going on. It was thirty or, minutes. I mean, literally. Or like Cobra Kai, yeah. somehow include like clips or something. Yeah, from yeah, you know, from cool. the past stuff. The flashbacks would always be neat. Yeah, but, yeah. It was really weird to sit there for half an hour and just watch stuff that I've already seen, and then like. They were connecting all the dots, which was cool, but it was weird. Well, <laughs> it's kind of weird. The show is only like five episodes anyway, right? Mm-hmm. Pretty short. So it's kind mm-hmm. of interesting for them to spend so much time just on that in an already pretty short yeah. show. I heard the show is really good, though. I had friends who think it's one of the best it. shows, or Marvel shows at least. So Marvel shows. <laughs> I got excited to keep watching. I want to see it. <laughs> we are watching it on Wednesdays, just as much as possible, nice. um, with Cody. So, yeah, um, very very good. Yeah, I'm excited to see more. Uh, it feels very Daredevil Defenders esque in the way that it's it's kind of written and plays out, and so mm-hmm. um, I'm excited to get kind of back to that more mature stuff. One thing that's really interesting is when it starts, it doesn't have the MCU kind of tag of all the comic books. Oh, okay. it does the spotlight thing because it's one of the first spotlights, and spotlights are supposed oh. to be pretty unrelated to the. Uh, major mcu and i've seen um not spoilers yet um but headlines saying that that's not really the case and that it has some pretty big connections to the mcu hmm. huh. uh in the end like it has ramifications and so very curious about interesting that happening or maybe uh, like spotlight is like Marvel, the comic version of like whatever it is like max or something where it's like okay this stuff is going to be a bit heavier like yeah because like marvel that. has their own like line of like more mature comics you know so i'm thinking wonder if this is what they're trying to do with might end up being um, what it is yeah i don't know what those big connections are yet i don't know if they're actually big connections so we'll see but right i would 
I find it hard to believe that there's big connections because none of the other shows have actually uh, had major, major connections to the movies, except for maybe Miss mm-hmm. Marvel and the Marvels. Um, I think WandaVision and What If were kind of like, I was so stoked for Doctor Strange and it had so little to do with the investment that I made in those shows, but <coughs> we'll see. Uh, I'm excited to watch more for sure. LJ, what yeah. else have you seen? Um, I have been watching. It's been the perfect. Oh, I saw one um, as well. Yeah. So, um, first, I think like the thing that I've been doing, especially when I was working. I mean, I'm still been working a lot, but at the end of the day, I've been show- throwing on like an episode or two of Modern Family on, and that show's so funny. Uh, that's got like that. Hulu has like all their episodes, and there's like this ridiculous amount of seasons. They're like nine seasons. Um. Super fun sitcom, like, mockumentary, like, comedy thing. Mm-hmm. Um, people probably seen, like, memes and, like, maybe clips of it. Uh, super fun show. Used to be on ABC. Um, it was just one of those shows, like, everybody's got, like, maybe, like, the, like kind of like The Office or just that one show you just, like, throw on, you know, just because you need to, like, unwind. Um, this show is that for me right now. Um, so it's been, I'm, like, two seasons deep um, in it. Um yeah, so I've been watching that, and then I've been watching a, a bit of, like, scattered television here and there. Like, I did watch a few episodes of Percy Jackson, um, but the one I think I've watched them, I've, I've only watched a few episodes of What If, because What If Season 2, I think, is what's sticking out to me right now. Um, but I've, I really have enjoyed, I've only seen, like, maybe three, maybe four episodes of Season 2 of What If. But I've liked, I've really enjoyed every episode I've seen so far. Because mm-hmm. um, they got, I think the ones I have seen off the top of my head are the Nebula one, um, Peter Quill, um, you know, the kid, the young Peter Quill thing. Nebula and then, um, Blade Runner. I, oh, that episode. And I'm so like, good. man, if this is episode one, this is going to be hard to beat. Um, and then there was the one um, with, with Tony when he meets uh, the Grandmaster. Um, that whole thing, um, that was a really fun episode, and that was basically, like, Mad Max, like, Thunderdome kind of thing, like, um, I'm enjoying these so far, um, way more than I thought I would, like, what, the first season had a few episodes I really didn't care about, but so far, I mean, I've, I have, I've had no complaints of any of them, I enjoy them a lot, and it was nice to see, like, Tony Stark again, like, I'm just like, oh yeah, Mm. He's dead, but here we are having him in this you know, episode. And so, I don't know, it was just kind of cool. It kind of brought me back to, like, older MCU a little bit, especially, like, you know, like, taking us back to those times. Oh, the other one I did... Yes, I did... The other one I did see was uh, the Christmas episode, too. That one was fun. <laughs> so good. Uh, yes, that one was really good, which is basically Die Hard. I won't give too much away, but I was frustrated with the fact that uh, there is a... Um, inconsistency with the rules of infinity stones um mm. i'm not gonna say any more than that but okay. they need to explain themselves <laughs> oh. because yeah. they are doing things that they shouldn't be able to do according to um other movies and shows and things well that and then loki's like oh these are just paperweights you know like right and that is so like even when you go to season <laughs> one we can talk a little bit more about season one uh mm-hmm. and spoil that a little bit but uh, they're using the stones in season one all over the place. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. apparently, once they're outside of a, another universe, they're useless. Um, mm. So I came to the term that maybe what's happening, this hasn't been explained, but the reason they were paperweights were because in the TVA specifically, there's no magic. Ah, the stones they were magic. useless. So that's why they were useless, and it had nothing to do with the oh. dimension they were in. Different dimensions. Okay. Um, but that's not explained. 
They just say that they get them from all over, and they just don't that work anymore. That makes sense, though. Okay. That, I mean, to me, that does make sense. Like, it's not explained, but... Okay. But, you know. uh, it goes farther than that. Um, and like yeah. I said, I don't want to give it away, but there's just certain things you're like, you should be able to yeah. do Yeah. What if season two has been really good, though? Like, I... <laughs> they have not missed for me yet. And so I've seen yeah. four episodes. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so. given that, too, it's, uh... It's a great show. There is a, um... A medieval episode i guess i'll say and Ooh. it's amazing uh, i think it's like the last episode or maybe it's two episodes nice. for the last mm-hmm. really really that's great. cool sweet lots of fun oh, yeah that's uh that's pretty much it for me cool what about you shelly yeah so you have a lot of shows uh, yeah ever since we finished Baldur's gate 3 we're like we can watch shows now cool <laughs> i mean because this is what we do we kind of just like rotate with stuff that we'll like do together so we started and finished Loki season two. Yeah, really good. Man, Tom Hilson, he needs to be a doctor. The doctor, I mean. Like, Doctor Who. Doctor. Oh, that would be good. Like, the entire season two, I just felt like was in big... It was just... It just felt like Doctor Who. But, like, good Doctor Who. But that's what it felt like. I was just like, Loki's just the doctor. Like, this stuff is all happening. Like, this is all... <laughs> And he should just be, if he's British, like, come on. He's just, he should be the doctor. That's kind of how I feel. Uh, yeah, it was really good. Really good. Liked it a lot. Great. A plus. Um, started to finish Horimiya season two. That show's also really good. It's just so sweet and precious. And it just is like having a cup of hot chocolate. It just like warms you up. It's so sweet. Um, but if you're single, just be a little bit mindful that it's about cute relationships or very particular one very particular cute relationship. Like the it's a it's a romance anime, so just keep that in mind going into it. Because I know Horami is really good from what I've seen. It's have, very good, um, and I love it. But I'm also married, so like I have no insecurities about being single because I'm right. not. I'm married, so if you are insecure about being single. It might be something you want to not watch just because you may feel really sad. I don't know. You may be you may be <laughs> watching it and be like, I just want that kind of energy. And I, I wouldn't want someone to feel like that. I would want someone to watch the show feeling happy for the characters and watch the characters for what they are, you know. Um, mm-hmm. least that's how I did it. So I just, I wouldn't want anyone to go into it being like, wow, I've heard this is such a good show. Oh, I feel like crap because it just makes me, re- reminds me of how single I am. Like I wouldn't want anyone to do that, but it is really good. If you aren't insecure about that, um, then I, I think it's a really good show to watch. It's just, it's so cute. It's just like, oh, and I relate to a lot of the characters too, which, which helps. Um, yeah, I really like that. And then we also haven't finished Spy Family season two. Uh, we only have two more episodes left. We were just waiting for them to get dubbed because it's one of those things where it's like, I have mm-hmm. no problem watching sub, but I, I need so. to watch something. Ooh. If I start something dubbed or subbed, I need to finish it subbed or dubbed. I can't switch to the, like, I've been watching, we've been watching Love is War um, subbed, whereas we're watching Spy Family dubbed, you know? So the last two episodes haven't been dubbed yet. Um, or at least I think one of them has, but we're like, we can't just watch the second to last one and not the last one. So we're gonna wait. For I that. need to see if I missed that Street Fighter Six crossover. Oh, that's right with your. You could literally <laughs> make your as like an avatar character sick. in Street Fighter Six. So I know. <laughs> I need to look yeah. at that. 
Season two is very good. The one thing that makes me a little bit like depressed though is that the manga is still going on. It's still going strong, oh. but it's also not even close to being done yet, which makes me really nervous because this is a great show and manga, I assume too. I just haven't read it. Um, it's a great show. I just I do want there to be an end eventually, and I don't know how long they really can keep this whole shtick up. Uh, if you don't know, Spy Family, the whole shtick of the show is that it's about a family where the father is a spy, the or the, I guess, husband is the spy, uh, the wife is an assassin, and the girl they adopted is a telepath, and they all have those secrets from each other. None of them know what each other's mm-hmm. work are and what they are. And, um, it's very cute, super wholesome, but also, like, not for kids. Like, there's just... Blood and guts come sometimes. Maybe not guts, but a lot of blood. A lot of these have blood. Spy Family is almost one of those animes I would almost recommend people who don't really watch a lot of anime like to watch. I think, it's like because of the plot, I think, or like the concept of it. Yeah, it's, at least that's me. But <laughs> it's, just like, it's so it's so good. I recommend it to mm-hmm. yeah, pretty much anyone. But make not kids. Like it is a cute. Right, right. Like you, it's almost a family show. Like it's so close, but it's not. Yes. And I think it's better for it. Yeah. Because I think if you're having a show about a spy and an assassin and, you're, and people aren't like dying, and you know, like you can't really censor that that much. So I, it's it's still really good though. I love it, and mm-hmm. I just haven't watched it yet because I'm waiting for that dub. But and I think that there's there's also a movie, and I think it already was out in Japan. I think it's coming to the states. Mm-hmm. And I would love to see that too. Um, and then besides that, we also did start the Percy Jackson show because I and I never watched or sorry, I never read. Percy Jackson growing up. I watched the movie once and everyone said it was really bad, which is fine, because uh, I think it was. I barely remember it, but uh, we're watching and my husband, he read the series back in like middle school, so it's been a long time, but what's funny is that we kind of like, you know, are watching and I'm just asking lots of questions about how this world works, etc, cetera, etc, cetera, and he's just like, oh, well, this and that, and he's just like spoiling things for me, which is totally fine. Um, it's like, it's just, for me, it's like, I'm not even so much watching the show so much as I am watching my husband watch the show and that's very <laughs> that's cool but it's a good show like it is like i can already tell like it does i i you were talking about like the chapter breaks um and i see that and i'm like that should just be standard like that's that just makes so much sense it makes so much sense to just be like hey guys this was a book and sequence chapter sequence chapter sequence so yeah it's really good um yeah i don't know it's just fun that's what i've been watching I did forget nice. something. You brought up anime, and I was like, oh, yeah. I did watch two seasons. I don't know how I forgot of Jujutsu Kaisen. <gasps> wow. <laughs> oh, I, need to wa- I need to watch the second season. I heard that, that show was so really good. good. Yeah, it was a week ago, and so I've completely forgotten about it. Mm-hmm. Like, That's no, totally fair. Jujutsu that- Kaisen's awesome. Right? Yes, it's very dark, uh, very gritty, a lot of gore, mm-hmm. I would say. Uh, so kind of be aware of that. Um, it's funny because a lot of people are, like, I- I've heard a few people say that it's the Game of Thrones of anime. Because uh, everybody really? dies. Um, really? <laughs> and, okay. uh, but specifically because everybody dies. And still no one has, like, done uh, the Game of Thrones thing. And I'm surprised. Happy that no one is, like... I, I thought it would get overly saturated where everyone would just start killing off their main characters. Uh, after Game of Thrones. Because that just mm-hmm. seems like the smart thing to do marketing-wise. Mm-hmm. It would be a good show. Kill- and, uh, so don't... You know, it, it's not nothing like that. It's just... Um, yeah. Uh, a nobody's safe kind of uh, feeling when you're watching the show. It's it's really really good. 
Um, like I said, though, it is pretty dark and, and more on the gory side of things. Yeah, more on the horror side of and like gory side of like anime. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, but I had a friend that told me to watch it, so we've been uh, T and I, my wife, have been we were watching it nonstop till we got through it, and it was that's awesome. It was a good time. Thank you. Uh, very sad. <laughs> sad anime. Uh, we'll get into the TV news then. We're getting a little over time, so be quick here. Uh, Master of the Universe Revolution has a trailer. And I'm not totally sure here. So there was Master of the Universe Revelation. <laughs> and I would think that got two seasons. I would think that this is season three of that show. And that Revolution is just going to be like a tagline for one of the for season three. But the way it looks, it looks like it's its own show, even though it is a continuation of Revelation. So I don't know hmm. why they would do that or what's exactly going on with that. But it looks good. Uh, if you liked revelation it has the same art style uh, it looks like the same voice actors and uh that was this weird like continuation of he-man for those who are unfamiliar like the 80s he-man and uh it was like a direct continuation but made for a little bit more mature audience uh, i definitely yeah. wouldn't say stirred, it's up, stirred up some controversy too yeah um <laughs> it was weird because they did this and then they did another he-man show yeah the like kids one or like the yeah, it was a much much more kid friendly one. Yeah, super strange. I don't remember this one being overly adult, but I would definitely kind of no. It's more uh, mature though. Yeah, yeah, like older teenagers probably. I wouldn't watch this with your seven year old. There's other He-Man. Uh, there's also She-Ra out there. Um, mm-hmm. is that right? Is that what her name was? She-Ra. Yeah. 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 Okay. Sure. I got that either right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, I watched all that that all the way through too. Uh, which would be very different in tone than Master of the Universe. Uh, going on with more Netflix. This is all Netflix news. Man, that could have been my wow. tag. I didn't even realize. Oh, Netflix. Kind of. In a way. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne is cast as Regis in the Witcher TV series. Uh, for those who don't know who Regis is, he's in the... Well, I'm sure he's in the books. But more importantly to me is he was in The Witcher 3. And he's one of the best characters uh, in the uh game um it's he's a vampire um super witty has one of the best lines though in the end uh so cool he uh i guess it's an old game i don't care uh as you fight him he says uh if you believe in a god you better start praying now and it's chilling every time uh and i listened to it many times because i kept losing Um, the Lawrence Fishburne uh, is an interesting choice because he definitely doesn't look like the Regis from the video game by any means. But I do think that um, Lawrence Fishburne, being the amazing actor that he is, can do a really good job with this. I've heard that DLC is extremely good too. Yeah, for sure. Uh, curious to see his take on it, especially that actor in a medieval role. I feel like is something that I haven't really seen before so that's true uh and then lastly defenders isn't technically on netflix anymore uh it's on disney plus but it was a netflix thing yeah oh well that's crazy um and the news is it's it's been on disney plus for a while but it is now officially in the timeline of the mcu if you there's a way to like view the mcu by like like chronologically i don't remember Mm -hmm. exactly how that all works but 
the defenders and the, all of the shows within that. So they have like different subsections of everything. Yeah. yeah, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, Jessica Jones, Daredevil, Punisher. Uh, those are all in that chronological order now and a part of the MCU officially. And that's all of them, not just Daredevil. So that's pretty curious to make everything yeah. canon. Uh, obviously not Age of S.H.I.E.L.D. or the other I still need to watch Luke Cage. I've been wanting to watch that one. And The Punisher. You haven't seen any Luke Cage? No. I oh, not. Or, you or, or, or Punisher. Cage. Yeah, I need to catch up. I was so Daredevil-pilled at the time. Daredevil was like the only <laughs> yeah. Netflix thing. And then uh, Jessica Jones... Yeah, like, uh, Jessica Jones I did watch a little bit of, but mm-hmm. then, like, yeah. You will love Luke Cage, given knowing knowing you and your love for music. Yeah. I think that you'll be... Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's got a... Style. It's very hip-hop. Um, but no, I'm really excited because I, I do watch these shows to enjoy them, but there's right. something... There's some club exclusivity to watching everything because it's connected. Mm-hmm. And so when I watch a show, Iron Fist that I don't necessarily love, but I'm watching because it's connected, and then I come <laughs> to find out that it's not Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., it hurts a little <laughs> that yeah. I wasted. It, it feels like you wasted your time. <laughs> and so for them to be like, no, it's all canon, and now I have all these friends, and I'm like, you They're haven't really seen this? Cool. Wait. Now I feel a little, you know, pop the collar. <laughs> <laughs> I watched it all. <laughs> and so... um no, I'm really excited about that. Plus, there's a lot that they could do. I think Finn Finn Jones was his actual, the Iron Fist. Um, mm-hmm. I think that he would be a lot of a lot of fun to see in Shang Chi, um, and then I think Luke Cage uh, and Jessica Jones also have their place like in the broader MCU. I think mm-hmm. that would be really cool to do. Um, there's a lot of talk of just bringing back the Defenders uh, and Kingpin, kind of being this thanos uh threat for the the street level i'd be down for that yeah and then making i've seen rumors of spider-man maybe becoming more of a street level um player and then making like a movie like that Mm -hmm. and uh if they do a street level defenders movie i think with spider-man in it would be pretty crazy pretty cool that would be legit yeah i would definitely be down for that plus we want the punisher too the punisher was great and you can put punisher in all sorts of stuff Talks of Midnight Suns. Punisher would be awesome in that. Um, getting to see John Barthol's Punisher with Ghost Rider in any capacity would be neat. Um, <laughs> so it's really cool that all this is canon just because all those possibilities are now possible again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that is the end of the TV news. You guys geeking out about anything else this week? Um, I did something fun, work related. I went to Top Golf for the first time. Uh, oh, weekend. so good! Super fun. Love really fun. Golf. Um, it's funny because I'm visually disabled and I won two out of three uh, games. <laughs> Let's go! <laughs> I mean, I do have a little bit of golf experience, but like a little bit, you know. It was it was great though. It was fun. So Heck yeah, we have yeah. a <laughs> we have a well. There there are actual Top Golf's here as well, but actually really close right. to us. There's a virtual top golf i've never visited it but i'm like what's the point of going just for virtual golf like right yeah it's (laughs) it's interesting because it all it is is just like a driving range and then everything else you see takes place on screen it's super cool it's fun i think it's definitely different than like oh balling or you know like it's it's another activity that's like it's super fun so cool i might be kind of i think it's pricey (laughs) yeah 
Well, those bays though, I think are right. They're not by person. Yes. They're by bay. So if you get a few more people with you, yes, yes, being a little more affordable. Um, yeah, so it was a work thing. Right. So my boss was yeah. like, "Yeah, the food is decent too." Buffalo chicken dip all the way, guys. Yes, Yum. they had a in the in the bar in the bar area. They had this really giant screen too that they were showing the football game yes. on. I was like, yep. "Oh, I'm like, I want to know how how big that thing is." Like, I've been top golf like twice. <laughs> but they had a deal on hats, and so I have this white top golf hat that I wear all the time. And nice. he's like, "Oh, you're you're a top golfer." And I'm like, no, <laughs> I've been I've twice. Been once, but but I love it. It's so fun. I was gonna say the hat, the mer- they did look like they had nice merch too. Yeah, it's a nice hat. That was why I bought it. Yeah, I was like, I want to get one uh, free, so me and my brother got uh, two hats for. I was slightly one. tempted, but I'm like, nah, I don't need it. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, get yourself some buffalo chicken dip and throw balls in your abyss. Yes. Uh, <laughs> All right. We will end the podcast there then. Shelly, where can they find you at? You can find me on Twitter at theshellshock24. And LJ? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram under Elder the Paladin. Cool. And you can find me on Instagram at Cody Arbor. Keep gaming, keep praying, and God bless. Bye! We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. We love hearing from you, so feel free to ask us questions or just comment on the show by using the hashtag GUGCast on Twitter or by joining the GUGCast questions channel in the Geeks Under Grace Discord. If you like this episode, consider leaving a review or rating of our show on your favorite podcast app. If you want even more Geeks Under Grace, you can always go to geeksundergrace.com. We love you all so much, so thank you for listening.